welcome to episode 43 of the Hughes Musings podcast. Well, Hi, Carol. <laughs> oh, hello there. I haven't spoke to you in ages. Who are you? What is this? What am I doing? Where have you been? <laughs> Working! <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot. Um, it's been quite hard to sort of find some time to settle down and and have a little podcast chat, hasn't it? It has. It's been tricky. It's been a good few weeks since we last managed to, to talk on the podcast. So yes. we thought we'd sort of settle down for the evening and have a little chat with you guys. Because we miss you all. We do. So, so very much, Muses. We miss you. So, Carol, what have you been up to for the last few weeks? Yeah, how, how's your month? I mean, my month's been pretty good. Got lots of news. Um, I've got a job. Yeah, yeah, which is which is great for the entire Hughes household. So happy thoughts. Aye, that is definitely a happy thought. Happy, happy, happy thoughts. John has a job. Boop, boop. So how you find your new job? Uh, I found it on no, how Indeed.com. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's all right. Yeah, so I'm working. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say the name of the company because obviously. Disclosure, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I'm working for a bookie. A bookie? A bookie. I'm taking mm. bets. Mm. So, yeah. It's it's good. It's nice. It's it, you know, it's quite an easy job. Yeah, I can imagine you doing quite well in that environment. Like, you've got the chat and you've got the confidence. Like, I'd be like, oh, um, hello, um, excuse me, um, um. Yeah. I don't think I'd thrive in that area, but I think you will. I can see you fitting in nicely. A lot of it is like, so you've got machines and stuff. Like most people like our age don't even come to the counter. It's more the older generation that tend to use the counter facilities more. Mm. Um, so generally just chatting and making them feel welcome, like making sure that they feel comfortable there, like as much as you can at the moment. Because we can't offer teas and coffees because of... Is that something you would normally do? Yeah, teas and coffees oh, like all day. Yeah, free tea so and coffee yeah, in, in the shop. Yeah. And uh, we've got a little bingo screen. So we sell bingo tickets through the day. So we get like people coming in for that. and it's a little, little social hub. That's it. It is like... So from what I... It's like being in a pub that's not a pub. Yeah. So it's somewhere that I feel quite at home because... Worked in pubs for years, and it, it feels familiar but different, and yeah. it's it's really nice. Like, and and you know, I'm I could do with a few more hours, but hey, in this pandemic environment, any job is something that you've got to be grateful for. Job's a job. Yeah, I mean, we fell into an well, I fell into an awkward situation when we started the pandemic, so. Being when we started the pandemic, when we just <laughs> we just not I'm not yeah. saying we me and you I'm saying we as in the entire fucking globe. It's like um, we started it. Did you eat the bat? Eh? Did you eat the bat? Eat the pig? I thought you said eat the butt. Then I was like, no, I haven't eaten any butts. <laughs> Gross. It's been that long. I don't know what you've been up to. <laughs> well, I got to keep myself entertained while you're off gallivanting, working all the time. Oh yeah. 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 So with my work, I get paid every twenty eight days. Yeah. And my contract is that I work 14 days. Um, but on an average month, like I pick up an extra day every second week. I don't know how to describe it. So, so let me get this straight before we carry on, because this, this is something that I didn't realise. Mm-hmm. In your 28 day, mm-hmm. you're only actually supposed to work 14. 
well, when I when I agreed when I got this job, they said, yeah, you're supposed to work fourteen days across out of twenty eight. But that's if you do a three four three four. Sure, sure. But with my office time, I do a four 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 four. Yeah. So I, with... work, I work sixteen days. Yeah. Across twenty eight. Sure. Then <laughs> within twenty eight days, I, I I stopped counting after twenty two. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a really crazy time for for both of us really. Because yeah. um, when I'm not in work, obviously new job, doing training. Um, you've been like you said in pretty much what like twenty six out of twenty eight, something like that. I think it was because I worked quite a few days in a row. Yeah. And then I was due to have two days off, and my second day off, the I had to, I had to go in and work. That's it. So, like, we got yeah. back from Wales, and we talked about that, didn't we? I honestly don't know when the last time. I we I don't remember the last time we chatted. I should have really gone and listened to what we talked about last time. But anyway, yeah, we got back from Wales, and since we got back from Wales, life has been nuts. Yeah. Non-stop, non-stop. crazy nuts. And yeah. um, whenever so, we've had time where we've not been working, we've not really been in a sort of fit mental state to say it and do this yeah. you know we did speak since we came back from wheels because we started our detox of course so that's another thing so i was working all these hours all these days in a row running on like the bare minimum calories yeah it so wasn't I was good for you at all drained when i came home i couldn't function no and i've been sort of trying to find my way in a new schedule without having yeah. a schedule for so long yeah. Um, so it's quite difficult for me as well. Um, yeah, and I was finding time. There was one week where I had Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday off, and John was working Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So, but we found time today. Yeah. John was working this morning, but I yeah. picked him up. I went and we... opened the shop this morning, but it was, for me, it was a nice, easy open up, chat to people for a few hours, make sure everything's running, and then leave. Get out of there. I was done by lunch. Yes. Yeah, and then we went out for lunch, and then we had a little chill, and now we're having a little chat. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a wonderful day. It sure has. Yeah, um, and we've we've been quite busy doing other things. Yes, so my first proper full day off that wasn't like me just being an exhausted pile. Yeah, we had some inspiration, didn't we? We did, and to do talk about this, we're going to head over to Inspiration Corner. Monova. Monova. Inspiration corner. Inspiration corner. Inspiration corner. With Carol and a little bit of John. So. What inspired you, Carol? What have we been doing? We got a freebie from a friend's mum. Yeah. I was like, I hate my curtains in my living room. I hate my living room. I want it changed. I need to freshen up. Because like, we moved in here over two years ago, and the living room was the first room we decorated. So we've had it yeah. for two years, which maybe some people are like, oh, I don't decorate, whatever. But some people decorate every year, whatever. Yeah. We wanted to freshen up. I don't, I don't think we're one of those people who just leaves, leaves what we've done and quite as happy with it. But at the same time, we're not necessarily the kind of people who need to freshen every year. No, like our bedroom, we're not touching. No, we Love just... Love the bedroom. 
we started to feel that, like, so our living room was grey and purple. Yeah, but the curtains were, like, really cheap because when we first moved in, it was, like, the cheapest ones we could buy. Yeah. So the sun had, like, bleached them all. So they were, like, had, like, bleached patches and brown <laughs> patches. It was crazy, but that was, like, within a month. Yeah, it was, they were so cheap, though. Yeah. Because it, we just, like, we need curtains. Yeah. These are cheap curtains. We Aye. didn't realise how how good it was to invest I think in we got them from the range, didn't we? Oh, I wasn't going to name drop like oh. that, John. Throw them under the bus! I'm going to name. <laughs> we got them from the range. They were £12. They were absolute bargain basement curtains. And they bleached within a month. Yeah, and the wallpaper was kind of peeling a little bit. There was like some of the old paint you could see through. Like yeah, the there was certain little bits that were... It was a rush job. It was, it was, because yeah. we, we moved in, we decorated within a week. Yeah. And just moved all our stuff and it started to get settled. Yeah. So I was talking to a friend and I was like, it's like my curtains, we're looking for something new. I quite like the idea of mustard. Um. So her mum was like, I've got some old curtains that I don't want anymore. And I was like old curtains you don't want anymore it sounds like smelly things that have been stuck up an attic covered in yeah. spider webs mm. um, but no she, she uh, the, we've you've met this this girl's mum and you know how much of like a neat freak she is oh that house, like, the is, house is immaculate, immaculate all the time so she brought me this bag of like washed and ironed and folded <laughs> looked brand new curtains and they were obviously expensive curtains they're like really thick and nice and they're mustard yeah and that was the spark that lit our fire, wasn't it? <laughs> well, you, I didn't realise that you did this so surreptitiously, but I feel like you worked a, a, a bit of a slow game with me. So, like, there were times that we'd go shopping and you'd be like, grey and mustard looks great together, doesn't it? And I was like, do you know what? Yeah, it does. And then you slowly started showing me some, like, wallpaper patterns and stuff, and I was like... Yeah, I really like it. I was on board the whole way, but yeah. yeah. Like, you sort of eased me into the idea of redecorating. I love the fact that you think I'm that clever to think that far ahead. Like, I'm so <laughs> compulsive. But no, it's just, I wanted to do it straight away, but we didn't have the money. No. I no. had to save up over a couple of months because, although like, we only, so we got one set of free curtains, we bought one set of curtains, bought a new rug, and decorated what we Repapered one wall, like the feature wall. Yeah. Got a new lampshade, a couple of matching candles. That was quite expensive. Yeah. Consider like if you add up all those things together. Yeah, it was I mean, you know, it's it's not. Yeah, like if we were both working full time jobs, it wouldn't be that much of an issue. Well, but, it'd still be a, a a decision we'd make together. Yeah, yeah, it'd yeah. be a decision, but it wouldn't be such a. It wouldn't have to be such a build up. It was no. just the way things fell, and then. But we managed to get it done. Yeah, other things week. took priority as well, you know, like the sofa and yeah, other things like that. We replaced our sofa. We've definitely spoke about that because we spoke about Van Butler. Right, of course. Yeah. Our friends at Van Butler. And my mum knitted us some cushion covers, so they're like half mustard, half grey, with like giant buttons on them. And our wallpaper is like yellow and grey and white, kind Check, of yeah. tartany. Tartanish, yeah. Yeah, and we bought more curtains from the range. We did. So these are grey, so hopefully they won't bleach. And they were more we expensive. we paid a bit more for those, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I outed the range, but we bought the cheapest ones we could find from yeah, the range. Yeah, these ones were £40. Yeah. So yeah, that's like three times plus a little bit more. You want to think they're going to last longer. 
Yeah. No. So, yeah, it's looking good. It's not quite finished yet. But... It's a bit brighter. So what I was going to say about the grey and purple is that, like, it was really nice when we moved in and it felt sort of... Cosy. Cosy, but then we changed our sofa a couple of times. Yeah, so we had a black sofa and then we had a white sofa and now we've got a grey sofa. Yeah, so we had the set when we moved in, which was the two chairs and the two-seater. The black. The black black set. And then we got a white corner sofa. Mm-hmm. And that was great because it was Brightened white. the room, it lifted the room so yeah. much. Yeah, and then <laughs> when we bought this one in, it's big... Grey and black. dark grey and black and kind of just took over the room and with the purple it started to feel very closed in and I stopped actually using this room because and I wasn't really sure why uh, and I feel like it just felt a bit ominous and it just mm. felt like it didn't feel warm and cosy anymore it just felt a bit dreary yeah but it didn't feel and nice and comfortable to to be in here so. So John went down to the shed and got out the paint that was left over and we kind of touched up all the wee bits. Aye, and I've put, and and I'm pretty sure this isn't a thing, but maybe it should be because we put a little ceiling border. Yeah, so the people before us had got some yellow, had painted every wall yellow in the living room. Bright yellow, like lemony yellow. Had got some paint on the ceiling, like just at the edges, and then when we painted it grey, some of it we painted over, some of it we left yellow. It was just a bit... Well, that was the thing. So we, we sure masked and painted it all level. Yeah, masked it all. Yeah. But because it wasn't painted level before that, we yeah. took the masking tape off for the level and there was like loads of yellow bits, like you were saying, all the way around. Yeah. That had gone over that sort of ceiling, wall-to-ceiling divide. Yeah, so we painted that. So there's like a... A little edge of grey all the way around the ceiling. So the ceiling's white and it's like a border of grey. Yeah, it's only like an inch on the ceiling, border of grey. Oh, but... it's less than that, like half an inch. But anyway. <laughs> Male and female measurements. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks finished. I think the main thing was, is your dad helped us paper the wall. Yeah. But he was on that for a day. Yeah. So we painted as much as we could before he got here and then put the paper up whereas really we should have painted everything before the paper went up yeah whereas we put the paper up and then painted but now we know you paint first i was gonna say because me and my dad did most of the painting in here well you that paper was up before we got before it painted because there's paint on it and masking tape where it's been ripped i thought me and you did this wall no, the only wall I helped with was the kitchen. I didn't do any oh, paper. Oh, did me and your dad do the brick wall then? I think me and your dad did the brick wall, yeah. And then my dad came up and we painted and then did that wall. Yeah. Right, and did the purple wall. And, yeah, then, and then me that and you wall did the painted. brickwork in the kitchen. Yeah, that wall we painted after. Right. That wall we done before, and that one after. Anyway. Anyway. Now we know. Painting first paper second which we would have done anyway yeah yeah we were just rushing it because we had all the people helping us and days off and just we're doing still working what we could and... when we could yeah yeah. It was, yeah yeah we couldn't take like two three weeks off to redecorate our new home but no we done it all in one day yeah well each room yeah in... no i mean sorry the living room just now oh this time yeah we did it all in a day it was great yeah so my parents came up we stripped the wall and we discovered that we bought peel-off paint. Peel-off 
paper, yeah, which is a so thing, apparently. The reason why the purple was peeling at the sides is because it was easy peel paper. Yeah, which we I didn't know was a thing. I thought we'd have to steam it and scrape it. Oh, yeah, we got the whole shebang ready. You've got your parents' steamer. Yeah, they've got to, a really nice one. Yeah, they've yeah. got, like, an amazing, like, wallpaper steamer that makes it so easy to get paper off. And we got everything ready. We were like, right, let's tackle this wall. And the three of us, me, you and your mum, literally just took it from a corner and just peeled the entire piece off. Just didn't want to. Yeah, just, just like that. Simple as that. Took that us took... a minute. Yeah, I was going to say five minutes, but less than that minute. And then we sanded all the wall, um, filled in some holes from our TV that used to be on the wall. Yeah, so when we first moved in, we had a wall-mounted television, which yeah. I hated. I didn't mind it. The it, was, it wasn't a great TV. Sound was bad, yeah. And yeah, because it was wall-mounted and the speakers were at the back... Yeah. The the sound was just and there gross. was nowhere to put the cables and stuff like that. So when we plugged the skybox in, yeah, there was we had just to sort of like tape them up and yeah. get cable ties. And your brother was nice enough to help us out with that. So then we we stripped it all. We filled in all the painty bits, and then my dad came back from work. We went out for lunch, which we'll yeah. talk about later. And then my mum and dad put the paper up as Jordan finished the edging. Yeah. And I I kind of helped with plastery bit. You kind of helped out a little bit of everywhere. You did a little bit of painting with me. You did a little bit of papering with your parents. And my mum ironed our new curtains for us because she's a gem. Yep. And who needs that kind of ironing headache? Not me. Thanks, Sheila. Yeah, she's a star. We would not have done it. The thing is, everyone was laughing at me like, oh, you don't need to iron them. It'll fall out. And then we looked at the purple ones, which had been hanging for two years, and you could still see the folds. I could not see the folds. You were just trying to make a point. I couldn't see any folds in those purple ones at all. I will get them out and I will show you them. They're still sat there. Well, they've probably got folds now. <laughs> yeah. So we've got <laughs> our beautiful living room, which has been our inspiration. And I haggled for the rug. Yeah, you got your... Um... I got a fiver off. You got your turkey haggling practice out. Oh, yeah, down yeah. at the Barras. <laughs> I had a lovely time. Lovely time. Yeah, it's been amazing. And just, we've made some little, like, finishing touches as well. Like, you've got your little mustardy flower pot, which we're going to put a houseplant in. Mm-hmm. And you've got your candle, which smells horrible. It smells nice. It's tropical fruit. It smells so fruity and sweet it smells yeah it smells like one of those horrible old tropical fruit sweets like those little chewy things the delicious chewy sweets oh nasty too sweet too sickly and you got a little basket to put all the gerbil stuff which is grey and mustard as well yeah yeah all the finishing touches and I found a box of tissues yeah that are, are grey and mustard. Yeah, we did the entire decorating and we were just relaxing at night. All of a sudden, Carol pops up and goes, Oh, I got something else! And pulls out the box of yellow and grey tissue box. But the thing is, I always bought purple or grey tissues before, so it's... I know, it's, it's, just, the fact, it's just the fact that you pre-planned it. And I was, then... I seen them and I was like, oh, <laughs> I have to buy those! So the only thing is, with our purple flowers from when our living room was purple are still surviving. Which feels weird. It does. I As... feel like they've been there for about a week and a half now. Well, and they they still bloom. Yeah, we. They're we, not withered at all. We decorated a week ago tomorrow. Yeah. 
So they've been there at least a week plus a couple of days. That's what I'm saying, yeah, a week and a half, I think. And yeah. Like, and I'm just buzzing to buy new flowers that are yellow. I know, but yeah, it feels bad putting them away when they haven't withered at all. No, no, we'll keep them till the dead. It kind of feels like our wedding colours over there, though, doesn't it, you know? Yeah, the green, the purple and the yellow. Yeah. Lovely. It is. Very, very nice. Um, we did set a little bit of a challenge for each other, didn't we? And we kind of touched on it. But I think it's important to talk about challenge me. Challenge you. Aha! Challenge me, challenge you. Aha! So, we've already talked about it. Carol... How did you get on with your challenge? I failed it. Sorry, what was that? I failed it. One more time, a little bit louder. I failed it! Oh. I yeah. can't say no to the quips. <laughs> yeah, we now have a big uh, variety pack of... Well, not a variety pack, a big multi-pack of quavers. Of, of, what are they called? Cur- cheesy curls. Cheesy curls. Cheese curls. Because we don't buy branded stuff because... Also, side note, Lidl have a loyalty card now. Do they really? it's an app. Okay. So my thing was supposed to be £45. Got it for £37. Pew, 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 pew. I feel that's a loyalty thing that we can use quite often, to be honest. Yeah, because we go to Lidl every week. Like, most of these loyalty things, they're like, do you want a loyalty card? It's like, mate, I'm in here, like, once every year. So, when you first download it and sign up for it, you get £5 off your first shop over £20, over £25. Um, And then there's, like, little deals you can add on. It's a bit like the Nectar one. So, it's, like, 10% off snacks, 10% off fresh fruit, 10% off whatever. So, I just click them all. You can only use them once, so if you go there more often, then like be a bit clever about it. But I just clicked them all and activated them all, so saved myself three pounds roughly on ten percent off of. Amazing. Well, some of them are fifteen percent off and things like that. But yeah, brilliant. I got to love a little bargain and you know some reward points and stuff. They're always good, aren't they? Yeah. So I think I lasted about eight days without crisps. Right. And then I just thought, beep it. I've I've been working, I'm tired, I just want to come home, drink a Diet Coke and eat some crisps. Yeah. And I'd done it in my bed. I ate them, got crumbs everywhere, rolled over, fell asleep. It was great. Fair enough. So how did you do, John? Failed. Pardon? Failed. (laughs) Again? Yeah. So this is the second time that you failed. Yeah, all right. You got a failure now too. Your <laughs> failure. Um, yeah, I, I did all right for a bit. I was doing really well, much better than I expected, and it wasn't as hard as I expected. Um, so I did about eight nine days as well. Yeah, I was doing really well, and then I ran out of diluting juice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ran out of cordial, and there wasn't anything in the flat to drink and I don't like just drinking water at the tap so I raided the bar and got myself a can of Vimto Zero yeah yeah, and that was a slippery slope back into my old habits a spiral that you just then wee oh yeah yeah it was like one of those helter skelter slides at a fair 
I was whooshing round and down and having a lovely time. Um, but yeah, so, but I mean, I've kind of half got back on track now. Yeah, you're you're on a limited supply. So now, instead of saying that I'm never going to have a fizzy juice, I have one a day. Um, yeah, so I'm on one a day and I'm doing quite well with that generally, unless we go out somewhere. Yeah, so we bought a crate of um, cans and you just have one day. Uh, bottles. Oh yeah, well I bought a thingy of cans and a thingy of bottles. Aye, the cans I tanked within like two days. <laughs> I have a bottle a day. Yeah, and I have... A like, little bowl. Yeah. A 500ml bottle. Like a little 500ml bottle a day and I just sort of try and sort of space that out through the day um, and the rest of the time I just drink cordial. Yeah, so in crisps I also discovered paprika crisps are available at a Tesco as I drive by every day. So Just finding them everywhere now. Yeah. All over the place. But no, um, I've been really on it the last four or five days. I went back to SimWorld six days ago, so I've been on it for six days. Yeah, does that feel... Except today. Does it feel good to be back? Yeah, it's good to have that... you tried the online, didn't you? Well, yeah, I mean, it's still During not back lockdown. back because mm. you go in and you get weighed and then you leave and it's like a virtual class after that, which sure, sure. I still don't like. But from the 1st of September, it will be a proper class back. But it's, I think because we've done that detox, it's good to eat. Like, I was feeling guilty eating a banana. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, that's not, it's not a reliable yeah. diet, that is it. I mean, it's not. It was a kickstart. I, yeah, we did it solidly and really well for just over a week. Yeah. Now, we planned to do it for four weeks. I think we did it solidly for a week and then half-hearted for another week. Because yeah. we were still drinking the shakes every day. It was just kind of the snacking. Yeah. All those healthy snacks. We were having like bananas, nuts. Yeah. Um, and like chicken drumsticks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So we had one like solid definitive week. solid week. Yeah. One kind of healthy but breaking the rules a little bit weak. And then the third week, we the wheels kind of fell off. Yeah. And we went fleeing down that. Yeah, hill. just it wasn't and sustainable then, and it wasn't a good idea. Yeah, and then I knew I was going back to Summer World, so I had like my last hurrah. Yeah. Like I ate whatever I wanted for lunch every day for a week. So I had like cheese savoury sandwiches, I had a Subway. Yeah. yeah, we had all of the things. But no, it's good to be back on it and have that routine. So like when I leave in the morning, I have my lunchbox and it's got breakfast, lunch and dinner yep. in it. And snacks for throughout the day and whenever i'm hungry i eat and there's no guilt there's no beating myself up about it there's no punishing myself Mm -hmm. for it i just eat what i've got i don't go to any shops i will maybe buy a coffee if i need to like use the loo or need to pick me up sure um because my shifts currently are quite long um so i treat myself a little coffee but now i have my my breakfast lunch and my dinner and a little snack yeah and yeah, I just munch away as I need to, driving between people's houses. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. And, you know, like, we've both like found that happy medium now, I think. Um, I've been... I had, like, a really, really bad week where I ordered Domino's and Pizza Hut. Like, every day. <laughs> no, not every day. But you I did... something, like, every day. I did order Domino's yeah. and Pizza Hut within the same week. Yeah, and a Subway, I'm sure. No? Where did those quavers come from? I don't know. Oh. Oh, did I order it that same week? Maybe, maybe. 
Yeah, but we were both horrendous. I went to the chippy a couple of times as well. It was all just really, really, really bad. Yeah, but... So you're... Are you doing some more now? I'm... Yeah. I, I'm just eating healthier. I'm, I'm, yeah. Do you know what? I've decided to not put pressure on myself. Yeah. Because I found that when I put pressure on myself, I either cave or I go a bit crazy. Yeah, you we could like you can do it like intensely for a short amount of time. Yeah, so I I've kind of I I don't think I'm on a diet now. I'm just trying to make healthy choices. Just my, try, just making better choices. Yeah, um, and we have some worlds for dinner every night. So yeah, yeah, like yeah. Yesterday was good. Like I made an omelette. That was lovely. And yeah, we tried that Dr Pepper. Slow cooked ham. We did, we did. Um, so yeah, this feels like a natural sort of place to go away from. Challenge me, challenge you, and find out what's on our plate. Oh, can't you tell me, Nate? Oh, can't you tell me why? Can't you tell me what's on your plate? What's on your flumping plate? So yeah, uh, we had a little experiment, didn't we? We did, and there's definitely some changes I would like to make to it. Yeah? Because it was salty AF. It was. It definitely took all the salt from the ham. Yeah, and it was an unsalted one I used, as, um, an unsmoked one I used as well, so I was quite surprised yeah, it was very, very salty. So um, what yeah. I think, if I was ever to do it again, is I would soak it in water first. Right, okay. Like, yeah, maybe, like... Part boil it, like boil it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Take Get the salt some away. of the salt out. And yeah. then reduce some of the ingredients that are salty. Yeah. And increase, like, there was no sweetener or anything in it. And there were stock no. cubes in it. So maybe you kind of just adapt. Yeah, I had a little play around with it. So we we had that when you made it. Yeah, so it was really, really runny. So I ended up boiling it down so I think that's what made the flavour more intense yeah when I reduced it all to make it yeah it's, it reduced it for about what like half an hour oh, more than that it felt like, felt like 10 hours <laughs> yeah because it was really it was funny. pretty much stock when you first did it yeah so I mean I wasn't really following a recipe I was kind of no. following a few different recipes mixed together yeah yeah it was an experiment and and yeah when you first like sort of took the meat out and then had the sauce there. It was, it was essentially stock. It was water. Yeah. <laughs> it was the consistency of water. Yeah. Well, yeah. stock pretty much is. And then I boiled it down for ages, so it was like a thicker sauce. Yeah. And then, so we had it that night, and then the next night, or the night after that? Yeah, it was the next night, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, not the next night, but the night after. Yeah, yeah the night after that, I, I had what was left, um, and I sort of cooked it up again, and then... Threw a bit more balsamic in there and a little bit of sweetener, um, and just sort of tried to sweeten it off a bit, take away some of that salty. Uh, and it was it was quite nice actually. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Once uh, I added a few things just to sort of bring out the sweetness a bit more. It was it was really well balanced. Tasty. What else did I make? I made um a soup. Yeah, you've made soup. Big batch of soup, which was scrumdiddlyumptious. I one of Carol's famous soups. She is a bit of a soup expert. Love a soup. It was just a classic carrot and lentil to get me started. Yep. And then we bought all the ingredients to make cheeseburger pasta and katsu, chicken katsu curry. Aye, so they'll be made at some point. Yeah, the next day or two. Yay. 
Yay. Yay. But we've been doing a lot of eating out to help out. Yeah, yeah. What a wonderful thing. I mean, I know it causes people to spend money that maybe they don't have, maybe they do, I don't know. Yeah, and to be places out and about, even though there's like a pandemic going on. But at the same time, it's keeping the restaurant economy afloat. And, you know, there's good things, there's bad things, and people can say and feel what they want about it, fair enough. But we've got involved, and we're very happy that we have. Yes. So we've been to visit a few places. We have. Um, So we're going to talk about them. Yeah, so I've been to Costa a couple of times. Um, Me like, too. By myself, with yeah. a friend, with my mum. That's strange that, that we've both been, but we haven't been together. Oh. So I tried the honeycomb latte, which I didn't really like. I I feel like you've tried it before and didn't like it that time I just, either. I love honeycomb. Yeah, so you get it in your head of like, maybe it'd be different this time. It's going to be delicious. It's <laughs> yeah, going to be love honeycomb, And I love coffee. What could go wrong? <laughs> Um, so yeah, you can get like a coffee. So me and my mum went today. We got two coffees, a croissant and a fruit cake, and it was like three pounds fifty. Oh, so yeah, I've uh, grabbed a coffee a couple of times just before uh, I've gone to the cinema, which I'll talk about in a bit. Do you sit in though? Yeah, sometimes. Because that's only you get a half price if you sit in. Yeah. Mm, cool. Yeah, because if I get there early, which I do sometimes. Yeah, like, I don't really want to go walking around the centre. Because you've got a mask on that's a nightmare. And I don't particularly like wearing the masks. Like, I do it because I understand the reason why we do it. Mm-hmm. But it's not particularly enjoyable, is it? No, no. No one can say they love wearing a mask. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I will wear one. And if I get there really, I'll just go and sit in Costa. Nice. And have a coffee. So I've I've enjoyed a few visits. And I haven't been adventurous and tried anything new. Just a bog standard iced caramel latte. Noise. And then we went to, what's it called? Matahari? Mat- something like that? Well, the first one we went to was Copper Tree. But that we've already spoken about that and it wasn't half race. We definitely talked about Copper Tree. Yeah, I'm sure we had our little date night that we spoke about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure we did. If cool. we didn't, we went on a date to Copper Tree. It was amazing. Well, yeah, it was nice to get out. It was good food. A little overpriced. Yeah. In my opinion. It was nice. But when you think about it, we had a three-course meal each. I had two alcoholic drinks, and you had one alcoholic drink and one soft drink, and it was £70. Yeah. So I think that's quite good. No, I think it's just a little on the pricey side for what we had. Three-course meal each? It was slightly posher pub food. Yeah. Like, I, I just feel like it was just a little bit expensive. Yeah. Just a touch on the expensive side. Okay. But yeah, then we went to Matahari with your parents. Yeah, I didn't like that because we were all rammed in together. The menus they gave us had fingerprints on them. like Not like dirty, smeared, like, food fingerprints, but you could clearly see that someone had touched it. Yeah. That wasn't like just the front page, like the waiter giving it to us. Yeah. It was like throughout it. So it hadn't been cleaned before they gave it to us. They're supposed to give us disposable ones anyway. Yep. So that freaked me out from the start. There was dip on there was the table. Dip that they left on the table, which I was just about to talk about as well, which is just just felt like all worlds are wrong. Yeah. We even said to the waiter, Is that supposed to be there? He was like, Oh yeah, that's ready for your prawn crackers. And then my dad said, Can you have a fresh one? He was like, No, it's not been there that long. I was like, yeah, but can we have a fresh one? And he was like, I'll get you your prom crackers. Uh, cool. Kill. Cool. 
Thanks, man. Yeah. I mean, me and my dad ate it anyway, so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, we're very close to the table next to us. There was no sections. It was all just a big open space with lots of people. The entire time that I was there, I was thinking, this doesn't feel like it's paying any attention to... Mm. Like social yeah. distancing what policies and things like that. Nicola Sturgeon said, she's like, if it feels normal, like it shouldn't feel normal. Yeah. And it felt normal. Yeah. Like it shouldn't feel. Yeah. Like I felt like they just opened up again. Yeah. Which felt wrong. But I mean, the food was nice. It was, it was all right. I didn't order a chicken satay. No, no, you branched out. I did. It's a bit of an Asian fusion restaurant, isn't it? It's not yeah. necessarily Chinese. I got a bit of Indian there, a bit of Thai in there, and yeah, I mean I, the satay was on the menu. I had a Mongolese dish. Nice. I had um, what was it? Chili chicken. Yeah, some sort of chicken chili, something or other. It was like. Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but like my mum got it. We had a takeaway from there before, and my mum got it, and it was delicious. Yeah. So I, like, I kind of cheated. I knew I was going to like it. Yeah. But it was a wee bit too spicy for me. It was quite hot. A bit too. It was like sweet chili chicken, crunchy yeah. chicken, or something like that. Yeah, it was like shredded, but it was very shredded. Re- that's what yeah. I was looking for. Yeah, it was yeah. like shredded battered chicken or something. Like that. Yeah. Um, it was. It was nice. It was good, but the chili was very strong. Yeah. There's. It wasn't really sweet chili. It was just like chili chili. Just chili chili. With crispy batter, yeah, it was it was it was nice though. It was all right, but yeah. it, was, it was a bit on the hot side for you. Yeah, um, even me. Yeah, um, I had a Mongolese dish which was really nice, um, which was like it's like spicy, creamy chicken. It was really good. Hmm. I really enjoyed it. I can't remember. Yeah, it was what really cheesy. I yeah. cannot remember what it's called now. No, but it was excellent. Yeah, it was like creamy, cheesy, spicy goodness, and I was like, hmm. That kind of ticks all the boxes for me. Kind of does everything that I want it to do. Yes, yeah, so we had the one course, and they were like, "Do you want desserts?" And I was like, "No, I want to go with you." And then went oh, to yeah. the sweet shop, didn't we? We did. Not a sweet shop, like a dessert shop. Well, yeah, we went to. Well, it's is it an Indian takeaway or it's like a kebab place or something? Is it, is it a kebab place? Right. Yeah. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, they've got like a dessert side Enter. restaurant called yeah. Sweet Enough. Oh, Sweet Enough. Darling, sweet. Um, yeah, so we got... It was like, buy one, get one half price or something like that. Um, so we got four between us all. Yeah. And just came back to the flat and shared them all. And it was all chocolatey gooiness. It was so good. I had a salted caramel waffle. No, you had the you ordered the cookie dough. Sorry, salted caramel cookie dough. Yeah. I ordered... Well, I wanted a crepe, but they had no crepes left. And they don't make them fresh. Warning sign. Um, so I had a waffle... Um, my mum bought this it was called Nutella Fountain so we thought it was going to be like a cup of strawberries and a Nutella dip Yeah. but no it was like an iced coffee takeaway cup full, full of, Nutella. of strawberries and Nutella just all gooey together <laughs> and my dad got churros yeah which looked like four little fingers like they were yeah. tiny he was a bit disappointed because he, he went there quite excited about getting filled churros yeah the stuffed ones and they were like oh no we don't do them at the moment yeah saw that them too yeah mm. uh, but it was nice it was alright yeah it was nice to hang out with my parents yeah like, just yeah the company was amazing um, and it was lovely to go out for a meal and yeah that was kind of like 
John's Got a Job celebration, wasn't it? It was, yeah. They wanted to take you out before that, but I was like, I've just worked 18 days in a row, I'm working tomorrow, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway. And then I went to Cafe Andalus, Andalus, Cafe Andalus, with a friend, <laughs> yeah. which is tapas. Oh, my goodness. So we ordered seven dishes between us and just shared them all. Except one, which I had all to myself because she didn't want any and I wanted it, so I ordered it. What was that? Um, scallops. Oh, does she not like scallops? No, she does. She's not really a fishy person. Fair enough. But we also ordered um, a black pudding dish. So black pudding scallops just... Oh, they go together so well. <laughs> I don't know what it is about them, but they just complement each other Star- upon my palate. It's the grittiness the like the earthiness of the black pudding and then the salt of the scallops mm. it was amazing yeah we had bread we had what are those potatoes called potatoes fritas Fris- yeah what's it called bravas uh, frittatas bravas yeah bravis, so it, it wasn't just chips no it's potatoes right with like a tomato sauce and alioli oh yeah bravas yeah yeah beautiful as i said a black pudding dish chorizo dish oh so good. Make you feel all Spanish, did it? Oh, yeah. And we had sangria. Oh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Could be in the Mediterranean if it wasn't grey and raining. <laughs> we were inside and it was all like tiled and stuff. It felt like sure. we were on holiday. Felt a bit, yeah. Yeah, I mean, mm. it was a really nice hot sunny day as well. Mm. Felt amazing. And they went on like a bar crawl type of thing because we tried to book somewhere online and they were all fully booked. And this was like three weeks in advance we tried to book it. So like a bar crawl and kind of, it was a lovely evening. So we sat outside of a few different places. Um, but we weren't really feeling it. It was just so different from our usual nights out. Yeah, I um, was really shocked because we got home at like ten. That was it. Like I got home from work and was like, "Night to myself. This is gonna <laughs> be amazing." Um, ordered some food for myself, ate it, felt really fat, started watching TV, hanging about in your pants. I was genuinely getting to the point where I was just about to hang out in my pants, and then all of a sudden the door opened. I was like. Oh, hey! <laughs> but then um, we poured ourselves a drink and got some cozy blankets and sat on the balcony. Uh, we sat on our balcony for a bit, which was, with our music on yeah. low and all the fairy lights on, it was quite nice. Yeah, it did feel like we we're on holiday. Yeah, and, and I had, had a, a bit of chat. man time just watching Italian in bed as well, which yeah, is quite nice. farting away. I, I'm not going to say that I wasn't because. <laughs> I you pro- had a takeaway, so you I probably were. Probably was, yeah, but <laughs> Yeah, so that was after your first day or second it day. It must have been quite early on, yeah. Um, but the remember. night before we had went on it. Of course, yeah. yeah. So... We we actually hung out with some friends. Well, it was a funny story because we during quarantine lockdown, we done a weekly quiz. Every yeah, Friday. we talked about our quiz nights, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so this team, we all met up, the yeah. six of us. Yeah. So it was really good. We played some games, we had a fire outside. Yeah, you've never actually seen a couple of people yeah, two in, of them. in person. And yeah. it was weird because I was like, well, I know you, I've seen you every week yeah. on Zoom and chatted a wee, like I know all about your life story, your personality, mm. it's like whatever. But they were like, it's so strange to meet you in person. And I'm like, no, it's not, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But they were even lovelier in person. Yeah. We had an amazing night. We yeah. had a great laugh. We played some cut we played 
Cards Against Disney. Oh, it was brutal. Which was hilarious. Which I won. I've never won Cards Against Humanity before. Just about beat me out. Won it. Wasn't just about I did. Yeah, but only by one card. Yeah, it wasn't just about I like you. You nearly beat me, but I won. Like there's no just about it. Yeah, you won, but only just. Yeah, not just about only just. Get it right. (laughs) It's the same thing. No, it's not. Just about beat me. Only just beat me. No, just about means you're not quite there. And only just means you're just over. <laughs> right? Okay. It is. Okay. You're just about tall enough. Yeah, it means you've just about got there. You're, you're... But you're not there yet. No, it does. It means you you are there, like, but only just. No, only just is there. No, it's not. It's the same thing. No, it's not. It is. It is. So let us know what you think. Just about doesn't mean nearly there. It means that you've done it, but only just. No, only just is different to just about. It's not. (laughs) It is not. It is. It is the same fucking thing. It's not. Yes, it is. It's not. I'm going to look up later, but it's not. It is the same thing. Anyway, I won Stocks for Takeaway from me. Just about. I was on a roll. I won like so many in a roll. Yeah. It was great. Well done. Thank you. And then we played Tension, which we've never played before. Yeah, that was fun. It, like, let's focus on the food. We're here for the food. So we got a meal deal. Oh, we got like a Chinese there, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. So there were six of us there and they had their favourite Chinese, which done a meal deal. And it was like six main courses yeah but they said it's for four people yeah it's weird that yeah so you got four sides and six meals and one starter so the one starter was like a whole duck yeah (laughs) and two packets of pancakes yeah um so we all picked a meal each but then we all just shared it yeah anyway yeah um and yeah we had like crisps and dip and stuff like that and cakes after yeah yeah it was, good. it was good. It was a very good Chinese. Um, I'm a little bit sad it's not closer to us because I really enjoyed it. Well, I didn't enjoy it so much because the satay wasn't chicken satay. It was like roast pork satay. Okay. So I was like, I wouldn't get this again. Because the one I had was really spicy. Okay. Well, I got the satay and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm, okay. But no, I, I, yeah, I thought, you know, I thought it was very good Chinese. Yeah, we got really treated to that, which was lovely. Yeah, that so was really thank sweet. You for the hosts. Yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely return the favour. Yeah, we're trying to arrange one just now. I get like another night again, but see, because there's six of us and we six all work. Six adults all working and trying. And the to find thing time. is, like, majority of them work Monday to Friday. Yeah, lucky people. And then I work every second weekend, and John is like all over the place just now. I just work whenever I'm told to go in. So I'm like, even for your Wednesday, they're all like, no. I'm like, cool. <laughs> So it's got to be a weekend that me and you can both do. Yeah. Which isn't really happening. No. <laughs> well, right, like, but... I'll be off one, but working the next day, and you'll be off the next day, but working that yeah, one. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But. And then we went to Carrigan's. We did. Outside, with your parents again, which was lovely. Yeah, that was our lunch that we were talking about earlier. Like, that was decorating. mid-decorating lunch, which we took them for to say thanks for decorating and then they end up paying for classic 
standard. Yeah, so... <laughs> Too good to us. Um, it was like three o'clock. It was like a late lunch. Yeah. Um, I got the salmon, which I love from Carrigan's and Gitla Time, and I always get rice instead of potatoes, and they always say, we don't have white rice, it's just the pile or spice or something. I'm like, mm. yes, I know, that's the one I want. And that's what I got. And it was like a different sauce this time, though. It was like a che- a creamy leek sauce. Yeah, it was, looked quite nice, though. It was delicious. Yeah. Yeah, Could yeah. have done with a bit more of the sauce, though. Yeah, because the, the rice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they gave me too much rice because rice, you don't need as much rice to, as you would potatoes. Yeah. But to fill the dish, you filled it with rice. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. What did you have again? Uh, I got a burger. Oh, a burger. Yeah, yeah it's quite rare for me in Carrigan's. Usually I'm. The burgers are good, though. They're big. Yeah, it was it was a decent size. It was tasty. It was it was good. I mean, it was it wasn't the most amazing meal I've ever had, but you know, it was nice. Yeah. And then today was the most amazing meal I've ever had. So, uh, when we went to Kerrigan's, I was like dropping the hint like everyone to go to Wagamama's. Everyone's like, "Oh, where do you fancy?" I'm like, "Wagamama's." Like, oh, we can't really make a decision. I'm like, Wagamama's <laughs> um, but they're like no let's go to somewhere else because no one else wants to go well, your to your parents don't like waggers well mum likes it dad doesn't mum doesn't mind it right dad does not like it there you go Um. so I was like right we're both going for lunch today John and I John's yeah. working in the morning so yeah I was only working in the morning so we decided that Carol was gonna well you met up with your mum and yeah, this morning. Nephew earlier this morning yeah. and then came to pick me up from work and then we were going to go straight out and go for lunch. So we went to the fort, which is like the closest waggers yep. to us. And the <laughs> queue was round the building, like across the path. And another and building down, yeah, yeah. So we're like, right, let's do a bit of shopping because of Hobbycraft there. So let's do a bit of shopping first. <laughs> so Carol was a little bit upset, but then quickly appeased because you got to go to Hobbycraft so yeah, that was good so that was fine I went there got a few wee bits yep. Um. so that took us like half an hour by the time I looked at every single shelf and all the clearing stuff and stuff like that yep. and then went back to Waggers and the queue was even longer yeah it just it just kept going it was lunchtime, and <laughs> it was like so when we first arrived it was like almost one yeah, and then by this time, so it we was thought like, maybe it'll quiet enough. Yeah, because it was getting closer one, to two o'clock. Yeah, two o'clock. Mm. But it's getting busier. So then we're like, right, let's go to Silverburn because it's the next closest like. So I, I suggested I was like, there's loads of good places to eat here. I didn't want to go anywhere and, else. And Carol threw a sulky face and said that she was going to drive all the way to. Silverburn I said I'd rather drive to Silverburn and then try go that somewhere else than go somewhere else here. So that's fine. So we went from the fort to Silverburn, drove all the way there. So we went to Silverburn and we parked at the multi-storey, which is the complete other end of Silverburn. Yeah. So by the time we walked all the way across, like drove there, walked across, it was now approaching three o'clock, just after three o'clock. So all the school kids were out, all the young families were out. Yeah, it was so busy. And again, the queue was like wiggling down. That's it. So we went to the food court in Silverburn, which is quite a big food court. There's quite a lot there. Yeah. And most places had spaces. Yeah. Well, not really. Well, yeah, they did. Apart from Wagamama's. Which was queuing, wiggling. Which down. was queuing just outside the restaurant, all the way across their little forecourt bit, down the stairs, and then down another corridor. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not doing that. So I was like, fine, we'll go to TGI's because that's John's favourite restaurant. And I went once without him and he was really upset. Um, so... We got to the door there 
and they told us we were going to have to wait 40 minutes. No, two hours. I thought she said 40 minutes. No. Oh, no, till four o'clock, she well, said, so that didn't was, she? It couldn't have been three o'clock then. It was two something, nearly three o'clock. Yeah, yeah. it was, it was it would have been, I think it would have been about half four. It was about half two. Yeah, so she said four something and we were like, no, we're not waiting over an hour for TGIs. So I've been wanting to take Carol to this place for ages. So we were walking past it, didn't look that busy. Um, Whereas I thought it was just a dessert place. I was yeah. like, yeah, we'll go after TGIs, it's fine. So, and Job's like, oh, no, it's savoury as well. The place, <laughs> the place is called Stack and Still. Yeah. It's a pancake place. It's amazing. Amazing. So uh, there, across the way, there was like another <laughs> Thai street food place called... So I don't know. Began with a th. And I was looking at the menu. I was like, babe, they do katsu curry. That's what you normally get wagamamas. And they have like lots of different like tapasy style like street food nibbles was, and John was like well we can go there if you want but I mean I guess I'll have to choose something off a of menu like obviously not wanting to go there at all you were you f- you seemed so adamant that you wanted like Thai food I'm just really in the mood for some ramen basically. I know and I just really wasn't yeah like I would have gone to Wagamama's because I know how much you love Wagamama's yeah but I didn't want to go to a knockoff Wagamama's across it, the way it Thai street food it's nothing like Wagamama's <laughs> pretty much is and, and at that point I'd seen Stack and Still next door and I was looking at it going oh, I'd love Stack and Still right now and you were like oh baby can get katsu curry I was like I don't fucking want it <laughs> I want pancakes <laughs> let's go look at that place <laughs> So I just sort of mentioned, because TGI's is like the other side of it, I just sort of mentioned as we walked past Stack and Still, I was like, look, that Stack and Still place isn't particularly busy. And then, yeah, you were like, oh, well, we'll go after the, there afterwards. And I started to say, like, but we were still walking. I was like, well, what's the point in that? Because there's no point in going there for food and there for dessert. And then we were in the TGI's queue. And then that whole, like, you have to wait till four, whatever. And we were like, right, well, we're not doing that. And that's when I was like, well, why would we just go there for dessert? We can go there for a meal. They do savoury pancakes and big meals. Yeah, so we went in and I couldn't decide what I wanted because I wanted Thai food and they didn't have pancakes in Thai food. <laughs> no, it's it's not it's not a Thai classic, an American pancake. So yeah, we got the all-American pancakes. Yeah. No, we good. And then... We're really naughty and we got pudding pancakes as well. Yeah. I ate four pancakes. It doesn't sound that bad, but we think how big they are and they how are, topped they are. Uh, okay, I ate four plate-sized pancakes with two of which were with pulled pork, mac and cheese. Onion rings. Onion rings. And mustard. And like mustard and barbecue sauce. and They were amazing. I ate your pickles. Yeah, because I didn't really want my pickles. They were sweet. They were so good. I don't mind a pickle in a burger, but that's the only place that I can take. Like, it's a gherkin pickle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't mind it in a burger. Mm. I, like, if I go to McDonald's, I'll I'll leave my gherkin in because I don't mind it. I quite like it actually. But that's the only like context I can have it in. Like on that, I was like, nope, don't want them. <laughs> 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 Pretty much flung them on your plate, yeah. Yeah, and then we had sweet pancakes. So you had the Nutella one? Yeah, I had like a Nutella, a set like Nutella stack that was like... 
Uh, Nutella, crunchy... Mascarpone. Mascarpone. Um, and chocolate buttons. Caramel, ch- chocolate buttons and caramel sauce. And then he was like, oh, do you want to add the ice cream onto that as well? I was like... Yeah. Yeah? Shudder. <laughs> uh, so then I had um, a big old dollop of sort of caramel ice cream on top as well. And I couldn't decide what I wanted, so I had a bit of everything. I had a major own. So I had... One pancake with banana, raspberries, what's it called, biscoff spread. Yeah. And chocolate sauce. Mmm. It was so good. And we discovered that Tim Hortons opened up today. Which is very exciting. Too stuffed. Yeah, we saw it and we were like, we are going to get Tim Hortons on the way out. But then we were just so full. We were rolling out of Silver Bird. Walking the full way back was actually quite good. Oh, I had an absolute (laughs) fat man waddle on. I was like, I wasn't even... Trying I, to hate it. <laughs> I was just just shifting my weight back and forth to move. Like I wasn't even I wasn't even walking. I had I had a chunky man's waddle on. And, so we'll uh, get a Tim Hortons another day now that it's opened up again. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, I was explaining this to my boss today how like me and you used to have the coffee debate. Yeah, Starbucks or Costa. And Tim Hortons fixed all that. Yeah, because we both love it. Both love Tim Hortons. Like so. Like, you grew to be okay with Starbucks, and... You grew to love Costa. I hate... Well, I wouldn't say love, but I hate to admit this, but I actually prefer Costa to Starbucks now. <gasps> now. <gasps> but then, all them can take a back seat, including Cafe Nero, and all of them can do one, because it's all about Tim Hortons. It's all about the Tims. Tim Hortons is amazing. A French vanilla ice latte from Tim Hortons is just, it just makes me so happy. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. I'm going to go to the centre on Friday for more cinema times, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. And I'm going to go and get a Tim Hortons before I go to the cinema. Yes. So the cinema has opened up. It has. It's so exciting. Which leads us to... The entertainment bug. Oh! You don't bug me now. Yeah, but we'll figure it out. You don't bug me now. You don't bug me now. So, yeah. um, Carol, just so you're involved, because I know sometimes you don't particularly enjoy this segment. I don't know what you're talking about. Let's talk about our cinema experience. Before I talk about my cinema experiences. Yeah, so we booked in advance. John had a voucher. Yeah, the great free. thing that... like, So yeah, I've got my Limitless card. Um, and the great thing that they did, because I've stayed loyal and carried on being a li- yeah, Limitless member uh, during lockdown, um, they gave me a voucher that was a free ticket for whoever I choose. And you chose me! And I chose my wife. Because I'm a good husband. We are. I am. You are. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we are a good husband. <laughs> we are. Um, so we went to see Inception. Yeah. Which is one of my favourite films. It's an amazing film. You've always said that. You've always loved that film. Yeah. It's one of the rare ones I can watch a couple of times. I've, I have seen multiple times. And even when we went to cinema to watch it, I took on information. Yeah. And there were definitely bits that I'd forgotten. Yeah, I was like, what? Oh, it all makes so much more sense now. Yeah. Like, 
There was something it. about seeing it on a big screen. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can definitely tell that that was a movie made for cinema. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a Nolan film. He uses all those big mm-hmm. IMAX cameras and he's really into like the technology of filming. And... It's quite good because they had a little documentary before it. Yeah. So, because obviously gonna, there's no trailers. Because I was going to talk out. about that after we talked about Inception. Oh, but, we're talking about it now. But there was a documentary for Nolan's new film, uh, which is Tenet, um, which is out now. Oh. Um, so, I am under strict instructions that I'm not to go and watch it on my own. No. So, I'm off Monday, Thursday, Friday next week. So, so we'll talk about it next week. We'll go then. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was good to see the documentary because I'm not really into directors and producers and whatever, like, of making of a movie. It just doesn't really interest me. But this one did because he's all about, what did he call it? Like, through the camera or something? I what died. was the phrase that they all used? Like, instead of CGI, they preferred, like, on camera. Yeah, like on that. camera, yeah. On camera, they called it. On camera effects. On camera effects, yeah. So they would, like, build all these crazy things for them to go through. Yeah, like, it, yeah. It's, it's talking about how Nolan, like, doesn't like to use computer-generated effects and how he likes to have these physical, malleable, palpable things mm-hmm. that the actors can work with and interact with and... It gives them a freedom to express their performance and yeah, they all are that more sort in of control, stuff. aren't they? Yeah, so it says something to what uh, what level of director Nolan is now. Yeah, is that like a studio could make all those computer generated effects for like a tenth of the cost? Oh, really? I thought CGI was expensive. Not anymore. No, it's no. just the norm now. Like building. A room-sized movable set costs <laughs> millions. Yeah. And to CGI an entire film would probably cost the same as one of his sets now. Wow. But yeah, we're really looking forward to the new one. But I love the cinema. Yeah, you had to wear your mask going in and it was a bit like awkward. Like you had to put your ticket down and you couldn't touch it and all that kind of stuff. Um, but once we were in and we took off our masks and we sat down and we had our snacks... It felt a bit normal. It felt good. Just for a couple of hours. Yeah. Like, felt like just a quiet cinema environment. Yeah. Just felt like a, like a, you know, a midweek afternoon or something like that. Yeah. Which which it was. Yeah. Well, I had genuinely once one of the most joyful experience, cinema experiences of my life at the start of, like, it opening up again. Mm-hmm. So the first film that I saw that they were re-showing, because obviously they're showing lots and lots of old classics. Yeah, because there's nothing really new coming out. So it's like once entice you in, isn't it? Like yeah, Tenet's like the first release. They've had that terrible Russell Crowe film, but nobody wants to go and watch that, which is why the studio gone, yeah, yeah, just release it now. Just release it whenever. <sighs> um, so they've had that piss-poor Russell Crowe film out, which I can't even remember the name of, but... Yeah, never mind. Uh, <laughs> so Tenet's like the first release, you know, that people have gone, ooh, might go and watch that. Um, so they've shown reruns of classics like... Inception. Inception. Lord of the Rings has been showing. Loads of things have been shown. First thing that I saw, and I was like, I have to go and experience that again, was Jurassic Park. JP. 
Now, I've talked about Jurassic Park and what it means to me. <laughs> you really have, haven't you? The whole story about my mum taking me. Talked about that on the podcast. Anybody who listens knows how important that film is to me. Um, and just before I went, you were like, are you sure you want to go? Because it might not be... Yeah, what you remember it as it might day. be yeah. it might be disappointing it might not look great anymore it might not sound very good anymore yeah like a bit grainy or something you know because it's so old yeah that you know it's not up to date with the kind of modern technology that's it um but i went to watch it in odeon uh 2d iSense, which is like crystal clear screen with all the extra speakers and that's another thing that was on that documentary thing is that on camera effects don't age as quickly. Yeah. So in, in, in Jurassic Park, a lot of that, like, you couldn't see the dinosaur or it was like hinting at a dinosaur, wasn't it? It wasn't like all CGI dinosaurs. No, because, I mean, that was the sort of first sort of film that really... Not 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 used CGI, because CGI had been used in quite a few films before that. Mm-hmm. But Jurassic Park took it to a whole different level. Right. And... Create like rather than just enhanced what was already on the screen, mm. it created the screen. Right. Like, without the CGI effects, it just would have been people walking around a field. <laughs> you know, like they yeah. didn't. It, it 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 was integrated into every shot that they had, and right. it was incredible. Okay. Um. But like you said, it wasn't used in all the shots. Like, so they had animatronic dinosaurs they yeah. had lots of suggestion but she's and, shaking yeah rather lots than, of interesting yeah. shots and stuff like that it's very like it's a master class in directing steven spielberg's an incredible director and anybody who says different is a fool I to be honest i would say different everyone knows how good he is i, I think some people like a lot of like film buffs i use an inverted commas quite sort of pointedly uh, we'll say that Spielberg's just mainstream and he's not that good a filmmaker. Mm. To which I say, there wasn't a mainstream filmmaking before Spielberg <laughs> started making films. Yeah. So He was probably one of the first directors I could recognise a name of. He's, he's the first name that everybody knows in directing because he's made the biggest blockbusters since the 70s. Jurassic Park was his next step into filmmaking with computer graphics. And if he hadn't made that film, we wouldn't be where we are now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, you said maybe it won't be so amazing. And I did go in there with a little hint of trepidation, mm-hmm. thinking, what if Carol's right? Mm. And they've obviously remastered it slightly. So the scre- the, the what was on the screen... Was like crystal clear. Yeah, it wasn't grainy at all. Perfect. Didn't look like it had dated in the slightest. And just the sound wise, just from that first bit where they've got the raptor in the box and they're trying to get it into the gate and it sort of gets loose and that's when the amazing Bob Peck goes, Shoot her! And it's just amazing. Um, and it's just, and you could hear the raptor all around you from the speakers, and I was just like, oh, this is so good. And I just relaxed in my seat, and I just had the most joyful experience, which took, took me back to being a kid watching Aww. that film for the first time with my mum. 
And it was just, it was just amazing. It was just a magical moment. It really was. Uh, I also went to watch Princess Bride last night. Mm-hmm. You're on a date without me. <laughs> so I happened to go to the same screening as uh, a friend of ours, a friend of the show, Lynn. Um, and, and you are both sat at the back row. So, so Lynn messaged me going, oh, my God, the East Coast Bride Cinema is showing The Princess Bride. And I was like, oh, I didn't realise that. Um, what day are you going? Oh, I think I might go on Tuesday if I can. I was like, right, cool, cool. Um, and it just happened that I was off Tuesday night. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, I'm probably going to book that evening as well. And then it came to the night. And I was like, are you in this the screening? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, whereabouts are you going to be sitting? She was like, I'm at the back. And I was like, I'm at the back too. And we were the two people at the back. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. I didn't so arrange a date. I was sat up the back row with another woman in a dark cinema. <laughs> and I said to her, I was like, oh, how's Lynn? You know, what was she saying? Oh, we didn't do much talking. <laughs> like a dirty little teenager. <laughs> oh, dear. No, no. Um, I mean, yeah, we shared the back row together, one at one end and one at the other <laughs> end. There was about ten seats between us, you know? We we waved at each other. And then text talked. And then texted, like, until the film started and then the phones went down we just carried on watching. Yeah. And then we had a quick chat while I was waiting for you to come and get me. Yeah. So how was that one then? It was it was nice, but yeah. but after Jurassic Park, I think and Inception and Inception, which was amazing as well. Like I had this like nostalgic joy. I had like this swell of joy going in, and I'd recently watched The Princess Bride because we reviewed it for the first Hughes reviews, which is coming back again soon with new films. We'll be with you very very soon, guys. Um, Alan's a little bit busy at the moment because... He's moving house. He's moving house and he's about to have a baby. So I'm going to try and catch him one day before that because he's going to move imminently. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have a chat with him. Um, so we, I watched it and we chatted about it and then I went to watch it in the cinema and I was like, it doesn't enhance the experience. Yeah. Like, I can watch that film anywhere and derive the joy from that film that I always will. Mm-hmm. But the cinema didn't add to the experience. Aww. Whereas Jurassic Park... It did. It didn't just add to the experience. It made the experience. It made me remember why I loved watching that film in the first place. And now that I think about it, the Jurassic Park films that I don't like, I didn't go and watch in the cinema. Mm. So maybe when this new one comes out, I'll go to the cinema and watch it and judge from that. And it'll change your life. The only one that I went to watch in the cinema, which I'm not the massive biggest fan of, is The Lost World, which is the second one of the original trilogy. Right. Yeah. So what is your actual entertainment bug this week? Because you said you had one. I do have an actual entertainment bug. And, and we've been... I've been... Well, I say we've been. I've been talking about script blunders. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stick on script, script blunders. Script. See how I did that? Mm. Yeah. On purpose, yeah. I Freudian. Um, and the one that we're going to talk about is the f- a famous one from Die Hard mm-hmm. that makes no sense whatsoever. So don't know how well you remember Die Hard. Not at all. Cool. Basically, going to sum up the story really, really quickly. Spoilers if you haven't seen Die Hard. <laughs> if you haven't, stop listening. Go and watch it. Come back. Um, 
lots of German terrorists or German thieves go in to a Christmas party at Nakatomi Plaza um, and the husband of one of the bosses is a New York City policeman who has gone to California, I think, LA, yeah, Los Angeles, sorry, um, to see his wife for Christmas. So as they sort of go in, he's getting ready to go back to the party. So he hears all the shots and he goes and hides and sort of fights them one by one and tries to get them out of the building, blah, 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 while they try and steal money from this huge company by invading their Christmas party and killing the boss and getting the codes off him, etc. Anyway, there's this bit where the German terrorists catch up with Bruce Willis, who's John McClane, who's our hero, the cop, and he's in this glass office with, like, printers all around him. He's hiding behind a printer, shooting them and doing that. And Alan Rickman, who's the bad guy, main German, turns to his German sidekick and goes, Schiesten Defenster, which means shoot the glass. And he doesn't pay any attention. He goes, Schiesten Defenster, shouts it louder, still ignores him. And the guy looks at him, confused, and he goes, shoot the glass. And then the guy shoots the glass. They're two Germans talking to each other. Why does he understand the English? And not the German. Should have been the other way round. Oh. Really annoys me. It's just like, the, it's a tiny little bug in what is a brilliant film. Uh, but it just doesn't make any sense. No. Like, I hate things that don't make sense script-wise in films. I just find it a little bit lazy. Yeah. Why would a German talking to a German... Why would the German guy, the recipient of the conversation, not understand what he's saying when he's talking his native tongue, but then go, oh, you spoke in English to me. I'll shoot the glass then, shall I? Doesn't make any sense. Bad script writing. And that's the bug. Oh, it's annoying. <laughs> Hate bad script writing. If you've got any examples of bad script writing, send them to me, because like, I've still got a few that I can rant on about, but like everybody's got one that really irritates them. I've got many. <laughs> but if you've got one, write in. You can message us on Facebook, which is Hughes Musings, mm-hmm. or on Instagram, which is also Hughes Musings. Mm-hmm. See, so it's really easy so far. Really, really easy. You can go to the website, mm-hmm. which is HughesMusings.com. And you can email us at the Hughes Podcast at gmail.com. And just, yeah, let me know if you've got any script bits that really irritate you. Because, mm-hmm. oh, God. Shoot the glass. Doesn't make any sense, Carol. No, it doesn't, John. You agree with me? I do, yeah. Totally annoying, Silly. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, really irritating. <laughs> so to end our episode this week, we've got our top tens. I forgot that we did these. Yay! Top tens. Right then, hang on. Mm-hmm. Let me just get my top ten list up, Carol. Okay. 
So I challenged you all those weeks back, which is why I completely forgot that we did this, mm-hmm. to name your top 10 favourite soft drinks. So my number 10 is your classic lemonade. Any particular brand? No. Nah. No, quite easy with your lemonade. Yeah. Is there any that you don't like? Mm, I don't like cloudy lemonade. Right. No, what's it called? Oh, bitter lemon. I don't like bitter lemon. No, oh, that's not lemonade. That's Sorry. that's something. That's something. But I like altogether different. Like homemade lemonade, you know, as well as like Sprite. I get you. Like, I get you. So it doesn't necessarily have to be manufactured sweet lemonade. No. It can be homemade lemon soda water with a bit of sugar. Yeah. Nice. nice. All of the lemonades. Right. My number ten is red cola. Oh yeah. Which I didn't like at all. And then you bought me a bottle thinking, yeah, John likes this. Of course he will. It's like sweet, fruity <laughs> coat. And I was like, oh, no, that looks horrible. Oh, no, I don't want that. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and then drank an entire bottle. Yeah, so what's your number nine then? Pink lemonade. I like a pink lemonade. Yeah, I feel like at a restaurant, we'll have a pink lemonade. I'm so fancy. Yeah, I, I've made a couple in the flat recently. Little pink lemonade. Mm. Little lemonade and grenadine. Mm. Makes me feel real fancy. Yeah. At home in the afternoon, if it's when it's been hot and the sun's on the windows, I'll make a pink lemonade and watch Tally in the sunshine. Ooh. It's lovely. Uh, my number nine is Fanta Orange. Nice. Classic. I do like it, but only when it's cold. Like, mm. cold, really cold. cold. There's a couple here with that particular stipulation must be cold cold like really cold not just like been in the fridge for half an hour cold like been in there for like two days cold <laughs> cool so what's your number eight <laughs> are you ready for it yeah it's rose lemonade tea infusion I, I, you've gone for a theme <laughs> i like it i like it it's, it's a lemony theme yeah so i wasn't sure whether to count this because it's technically a tea yeah but it's it's a cold tea an iced tea a cold tea yeah, yeah. so it's a twinnings infusion yeah. so it's really nice because it's like got that tea earthiness to it yeah um but also kind of rose lemonade yeah i, I tried those lemonade. infusions with you when you first got them i wasn't a big fan but i used to really like um like a peach iced tea like lipton iced tea mm-hmm. but yeah yeah i did get another flavor like a mango and passion fruit one but that mm. was Becky. Mm. The, the earthiness. one as well. How was that? I've not tried that one. I thought we had that one. No, I've only ever tried two. Oh, okay. The rose lemonade and the mango. But the, the mango and passion fruit doesn't really go nice with the earthiness of the tea. Whereas I get you. Something about the rose lemonade, like the bitterness like of it. Like a compliment, yeah. Yeah, it goes mm. nice. 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 So my next one, my number eight, is something that I discovered at Christmas because of all those little posh mixes that we bought. Mm-hmm. So I've written it down as Posh Coke Smoky, mm. which I really liked with my spicy rum. Yes. That's what it was designed for, wasn't it? It really was, yeah. We bought one that was like herbal that apparently goes really nice with vodka yeah. and it's been sat there since Christmas. Yeah. The year before. I feel like we've had it for a while. Because it's, it's yours. Yeah. Like, I know it's mine. Like, yeah. yeah. I haven't touched it because it's yours. Because it's mine. Yeah. yeah, don't touch it. It's mine. I'm not going to, but don't complain about it, like, still being there then. <laughs> That's annoying. Just, just drink it. I will. I'll try it. This on... vodka on the bar. I'll try it on Saturday. Yeah. Good idea. So, my number seven is a Vimpto. 
Oh yeah, love a Vimto. Good which, fruity Vimto. But did you know Mandela effect doesn't have a P in it? Well, yeah. Vimto. That's that's not a Mandela effect that I'm on board with. Vimto. Yeah, I think people say it weird. Vimto. Vimto, yeah. Vimto. Yeah, anybody who thinks there's a P in Vimto, it's not a Mandela effect, it's just that you're a bit dumb. <laughs> Did you think there was a P in Vimto? Yeah! Carol! Vimto. <laughs> you love the drink? You see the the packaging all the time? Yeah, it's got a P in it. There... <laughs> right, okay, well, I was. I have not suffered... That Mandela effect, <laughs> just saying. Vimpto. Vimpto. Oh, okay. Uh, what number are we on? You're on number seven. Number seven is good old fashioned regular Coke. Really? That's a seven. Number seven. Jesus. I told you some of these are going to shock you. Yeah, I thought that'd be one. No, no. Good old fashioned regular Coke is my number seven. So mine is a. Dr. Pepper, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. So I loved this when I was younger. I went through a phase of hating it, and now it's back up there. That was my elbow. I'm okay. Yeah, did you hit your funny bone? No, just my elbow. Okay, because you shook the bar. <laughs> so now I love a Dr. Pepper, but Dr. Pepper Zero is what I'm into just now. The regular Dr. Pepper is too strong. I like the I, kind of watered down version. Yeah, I had a Dr. Pepper Zero two days ago in work, and it was. Real good, y'all. Uh, my number six is Fanta Fruit Twist. Oh. And this is another one. Mm. Just sitting in that fridge for at least two days. Mm. Only on a like really hot summer's day, and only when it's really, really cold, which shocks me that it's so high on my list, but when it's right, I love it so so goddamn much. Yeah, that's like my next one. So my number five is a Fanta Lemon. Yeah, you do love a Fanta Lemon, don't you? I do. All the time when we were abroad, you'd yeah. be like, have you got Fanta Lemon? With ace. Like, everywhere we went. Yeah. Like, Fanta not Lemon many, with ace? Not many places did it. No, not in Cyprus or Turkey. No. Well, Turkey, yeah. Turkey, Turkey had it a lot. Two, a few of the places that we went often. Yeah. They had, one place had it on draft. Yeah. It was yeah. good. So yeah, Fanta Lemon must be really cold, but... Really sunny. Aye, aye. A little Fanta Lemon holiday drink. Yeah, definitely. It's good, it's good. Uh, my number five is uh, Iron Brew. Gets you through. <laughs> I can't believe you like that more than Coke. Yeah, yeah. Like, Coke's like a standard. Like, it's all right. It's great. Yeah. Like, I drink it, well, I used, Every to, time. I used to drink it a lot, but not yeah. so much anymore. You had one today? Yeah, I did. I had two today. <gasps> Two actual regular Cokes. Get that sugar in my body. So my number four is your classic lemon and lime diluting juice. You you love a little lemon and lime. A little lemon and lime, everything, but diluting juice is your, your favourite, is it? Yes, yeah, my go-to. My favourite diluting juice. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So much so, like, you convinced yourself that I didn't like lemon and lime. Yeah, so I have to have all of the lemon Yeah, lime. I have to have all the lemon and lime because you don't like it, John. And I was like... What? Because there was one in the living room. It was no, there was one in the kitchen that was just lemon, and you were like, "I won't drink any of that." I was like, "But it's going off, so you need to help me." And you were like, "No, I won't drink any of that." Yeah, because it was just lemon. So I drank it all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my number four. So you can't shout at me when you don't like lemon diluting juice, but you're freaking out because you love lemon and lime. Apparently, I didn't freak out. I just said, "Where did you get that idea from?" Because you said you don't like lemon. But I like lemon and lime. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> uh, so my number four is Dr. Pepper, so misunderstood. <laughs> Sorry, just hitting all the theme tunes. You are. Hi. So yeah, that was my number four. Not not the zero stuff. I don't mind the zero stuff. It's quite nice, but you prefer. I love I love uh, a traditional Dr Pepper. It's good. It is good. Um, my number three is a classic soda water. Oh, exciting! I'm so basic, am I? You're such a basic bitch. I am. <laughs> but it's so nice, cold draft. Slice a lemon, slice a lemon, or a slice a lime. Yeah, I prefer a lemon. Right, that is it. Oh, it's all fizzy. You and your mum both really enjoy that, don't you? Yeah. Like when you come round here, like I often find myself in the kitchen cutting lemons, so you can you can both have a soda water with ice and a fresh cut lemon. Um, and I love it even more because when I go out, it's usually free. Yeah, that's always good as well, isn't it? So I'm all about that. My number three. Um, is Dandelion and Burdock. Ugh, it's disgusting. Oh, it's amazing. I tried it and it was rank. It's amazing. I'll never enjoy it as much as when I was a kid, though. So... Yeah, when it was full of artificial s- flavours and... <laughs> yeah, probably. All the chemicals. But when I was a kid, we used to have this van that used to come around the estates, like in North Wales... And it was cor- it-, <laughs> it was called the Corona Van. No way. It was. It was Corona Fizzy Juice, and it might have been local to uh, North Wales. Uh, I don't know now, but I've just remembered it was called the Corona Van. <laughs> and it was Corona Dandelion and Burdog. You started it. We did start the pandemic. <laughs> I need to check that with my dad. I might be like, it might be a Mandela for me. Like, I might be misremembering that, but I'm pretty sure it was called the Corona Van and it was Corona Fizzy Juices. And they used to sell like knockoff Iron Brew and like Dandelion and Verdon. Roller Cola. And, and like Limeade and loads of yeah. like Pineapple Aid and like all this bar, sort of shit. Basically. Yeah, exactly. But it was, I'm pretty sure it was called Corona. <laughs> I'm almost positive. I need to check that with my dad. That's random. Like, I didn't even think about that when I wrote it down. Not till it came out there. That's crazy. So my number two is quite new to me, but it is my number two. Yeah. It is a good apple and elderflower sparkling water. You you, you were banging on about that today. I'm so surprised that's not your number one. Oh, I love it. So at Morrison's, they do like litre bottles Three for a pound or three for the price of two or mm. three for two pounds. Anyway, I always buy three. So they have all different flavours. Some are fizzy, some are still. All different flavours. And I usually buy about nine. Yeah. And that'll last me kind of two weeks. Yeah. Um, And I used to buy like one of each flavour and then like two of something. But now I buy like six apple yolder flour. Yeah. And then like one or two of the other ones that I quite like. But I love it. I'll drink at least a full bottle at work. Love it, love it, love nice. it. it. Makes It makes it feel fancy. It's so tasty. Mm. It's not I, too sweet. It's not too I sour. I wish you spoke about me as lovingly as you talk <laughs> about apple and elderflower water. <laughs> I'd be a much happier man. <laughs> you really do, do you? What's number two? Um, is Coke Zero Cherry. Oh, okay. I think I know what's going to be number one then. Yeah. 
So my number one is a diet coke. Hey, Carol loves a diet coke break. I don't want you do 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 to be no sleeve as I'm taking all my clothes off. Oh, stop it! Yeah, please stop it. Pouring it down me accidentally <laughs> on purpose. So yeah, a a diet coke. It just cheers me up. It just hits the spot every time. It's got that little bit of caffeine and phenanalanine or whatever it's called. <laughs> phenanalanine? I don't really want to try and say it now. Phenanalanine. Yeah. Yeah, that that stuff. Yeah, that gives you a wee boost. Yeah. It just goes down nice. See, if you're having like some greasy food or like a takeaway or something and you drink that, it just settles you. It's beautiful. Sure, sure. If you're having a night out and you're like, oh, I'm so sick of like cocktails and all the fruits. Vodka fruit Diet Coke. Vodka Diet Coke. Banging. Sort you right out. Uh, it's the drink, Oh, it? yeah. I just love a, a sandwich with a Diet Coke, crisps, Diet Coke. When you have a vodka and Diet Coke on a night out, I know that's when I'm in trouble. <laughs> because because you've had enough of cocktails, you don't want to slow drink anymore, you are fucking beelining to get drunk. I'll have a vodka, Diet Coke, and my fucking heart sinks. I'm like, all right, okay. Well, I can't drink that much more then, mate. <laughs> i got to carry that one home. <laughs> I just love it. Yeah. I love a Diet Coke. Yep. And I think it's quite comforting because I'd have it at home and you could always have it abroad. Yeah. It's always readily available. Um, I call it late. Although certain countries you said that you didn't like it, it tasted slightly different. Yeah, so sometimes if you go to like an import shop, like the Draft, I love Draft, prefer Draft. Yeah. Draft Coke always tastes good to me. But some of the import shops, if it was imported from like Ireland or something, it tastes a bit different. different. Yeah, Yeah, I remember you saying it. So sometimes here, if you go to a corner shop or something like that, and yeah, they get their. They go from like the cash and carry, which has came from like anywhere. It's it's not quite as good. It's not the same. No. No. Um, But yeah, I love it. Room temperature, Diet Coke. Mm. (laughs) Weirdo. Yeah. I can't drink anything room temperature. Well, it's not it really room fridge. temperature. Like room temperature means from the kitchen, which is the coldest room in the house. Yeah, I get it. Because either it's like my parents, where the back door is always open for the cat. Yeah. Or it's us, where we we don't switch the heating on in there, and the window's no. always open. Yeah. So it's just slightly below room temperature. Okay. Diet it's Coke. Still slightly strange. Mm-hmm. But that's cool. Uh, so what's your number one? It's. Is a Pepsi Max Cherry. Yay! You're obsessed. I love cherry juice. It's just the best. Mm-hmm. Anything that's cherry your, flavored. Your cherry is my lemon. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, like, my goes through to alcohol as well. Like, I love um, Red Stack, which is uh, Jim Beam Black Cherry. Mm. Amazing. Um, but yeah, I just, I just love cherry flavored drinks. They're amazing. They are amazing. And, uh, yeah. Well, no, I don't like saying that. I don't like it. No, I you... used to like a cherry Coke back in the day in the Stiffy's Cola Cubes shop. Right. They right. were good. Yeah. Stiffy's. What are they called now? Stiffy's. They used to be called Stiffy's. But I don't now know. They're it's like they do like Cola Cube, um, Jaffa Cake. Flavored shots. They're like really sweet. They're Scottish thing. I don't think so. So, last time we done a top ten. Yeah. 
John ripped the pee out of me for having top 10 numbers <laughs> and made a promise. <laughs> I did, yeah. What was the promise you made, John? I said if anybody is mad enough to give you their top 10 favourite numbers, then I'll do the washing up for a week. So I got a message. Right. From the lovely Lynn. Oh, she's lovely now, yeah? yeah. Your yeah. side piece, Lynn. Fucking Lynn. So <laughs> I don't know if it really counts because she's, the start's with, I asked the child. Right. So it's his top 10. Right. He really enjoyed it. That's what she said at the end. Would you like to hear the middle? I, I want to hear it, yeah, go on. So do you want me to start at number 10 or number 1? So she started with number 1. She started with the best. But I can read it from the we bottom. We always go 10 to 1. We do it as a countdown. Yeah. Like like top of the pops would. Okay, now his reason for number 10 is a reason why I think it should be his number 1. Right. I feel like he built up to it. So his 10th favourite number is number four. Right. Because you can't write it without taking your your pen off of the paper. It's a good point. It's a good point. That, that's pretty cool. Although I dealt with somebody in the shop today who definitely tried. You, know, you, you can write a number four without taking your pen off paper. All his fours look like A's. Yeah. So he, he, the way he does it is the way you're taught in school now is like... You yeah. can't do it in one line. No. Two lines. Oh. Number nine is number two because it looks like a swan. Cool. Um, eighth is number six because it's an upside down number nine. Right, okay. Number seven, um, a seventh favourite number is number one because it's like a straight ice cream cone. Okay. Cute. Um, his sixth favourite number is number five because it rhymes with I feel alive. Great reasoning. <laughs> Great reasoning. So his fifth favourite number is number three because it's San in Japanese and that sounds like sand from the beach. Loves the beach. Lo- loves the beach. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, she said, side note, he has just done Japan as a topic for school. Cool. Yeah, fair enough. Um, his fourth favourite number is number seven. Because it's shishi in Japanese, and he likes that. It's it's a fun sound, shishi. Uh, maybe it's shy shy. How's it spelled? Shishi, S-H-I-S-H-I. Shishi, I guess, yeah. Shishi, shy shy. One of those. Sounds great. His third favourite number is number eight, because it's like a racetrack. Yeah, Skyletrics are an eight, figure of eight, yeah. Yeah, nice. in the nursery, all our train tracks were figure of eight. Figure of eight, yep. Yeah. Um, his second favourite number is number ten. Right. Because it's sweet. So I don't know if you mean like, oh, because it's sweet, or because it's sweet. But he's five, so I'm sure it's like, oh, because it's so sweet. Okay. Number 10. I I think it might be the other one. Okay. Because it's sweet. And number one... Is? Is number nine, because it's cute. Maybe it was then. Maybe Mm. number 10, because it's sweet. Number nine, because it's cute. Yeah, cute little number nine. Cool, cool. Do you know what? I was going to completely dismiss that as... If Elliot's listening, covers his... I was going to dismiss that as bullshit <laughs> because Lynn did it to spite me mm-hmm. and it wasn't her top ten, it was Elliot's. Oh, yeah. 
right? Mm-hmm. But because it was so good and his reasoning was banging, mm-hmm. I'm totally going to do it. I'll do you washing up for a week, fair enough. I'll take that. Somebody wrote in with great reasoning and it was a good top ten. Thanks very much. <laughs> That's the first Muses top ten we've had. Woo! Loved it. Loved and I it. loved it for had those numbers, so thank you. Yeah, uh, totally earned my washing up for you for a week. Yes! I will even video document evidence... <laughs> Me doing the wash-up for you. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to watch that, babe. <laughs> I'll believe you when there's no dishes when I come home. <laughs> I'll make it fun. Okay. So that's us. Lynn, you're a butthole. Are you wanting to sit a top ten or are we going to have a break? Um, I haven't thought of one, but you, can you? if you think of one before me, you go, okay? I know one we should do. Yeah? Top ten... Favourite kitchen utensils. Okay. Okay, top ten favourite kitchen utensils. Yeah. That's an absolute banger. (laughs) Yes. I am looking forward to that one. Yes. I will decide as I'm washing them all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to use every single one. And I'm doing batch cooking this week. God damn it. Oh, you yeah. are as well. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so that's us. <sighs> Welcome back. Yeah, um, it's it's been amazing. Uh, it's been really good to chat to you all again. Um, sorry we've been away so long. Uh, we will be back with like a regular scheduled episode. So this was just a catch up really, just to say what we've been doing and why we've been away so long. But we are back and we'll be back very, very soon because we've touched it quite a few times about the Mandela effect. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be back in within the week. I think we should say a week just to make sure well I said within the week yeah within the week we'll be back with another episode all about the Mandela effect excellent and some of our interesting most favourite Mandela effects like Vimpto like Vimpto which I just think (laughs) is that a thing but apparently it is because that's what Carol thought anyway guys it's been a pleasure welcome back we love you all write in let us know just we've missed you um but until very soon uh we'll see you soon chat to you next week bye Bye.